How's it going guys? It's Jayton, otherwise known as Booby. Um, Chris is out of the office today, so I'm going to be doing this one solo. And today we're going to be talking about thermo for performance. So let's jump into this one. So whenever we talk about performance, we're talking either about uh, cogn cognitive performance, so like brain performance and stuff like that, or physical performance. So um, the ability for, for you to perform well in the gym or whenever you're doing something physical like running, hiking, skiing. Um, that's probably my favorite thing to do. So uh, what does that look like and why is uh, thermo optimal for performance? So uh, we have two, two types of muscle fibers. Um, uh, type one, which is the slow oxidative muscle fibers. So these are the muscles that you're using whenever you're standing, walking, um, or kind of just, they're like the stabilization muscles that you use, uh, throughout the day. And these mainly use, uh, fat as a fuel source. So they're mainly going to be, uh, oxidizing lipids for fuel. And then we have type two muscle fibers. And if you want to get intricate with it, uh, we have type two A and type two B, but we'll just say uh, type two today. So type two are glycolytic muscle fibers. These are more of the explosive uh, and high intensity muscles that we use whenever we're, you know, deadlifting, benching, sprinting, things like that. And so these mainly use glucose as fuel. And so whenever we're looking at performance, especially physical performance, um, we're going to be utilizing glucose as a fuel source most often. Um, and whenever it comes to cognitive performance, uh, glucose is the preferred so uh, fuel source for the brain. And so that's one reason that we want to make sure uh, that we fuel our bodies with enough carbohydrates in order to uh, support optimal brain function, as well as the thyroid. The thyroid uses mostly glucose as a fuel source as well uh, to produce thyroid hormones. So um, that's very important uh, to know the difference between the fuel sources for the muscle fibers whenever we're looking at performance. And then um, whenever you look at the thermo diet, it's gonna be very high in minerals, uh, especially salt, magnesium, calcium and potassium. So potassium is going to be really high in the different types of fruits that we eat and stuff like that. So um, minerals are necessary for action potentials or nerve impulses. And we use these nerve impulses whenever we're lifting or contracting muscles, things like that. And so um, whenever we don't have enough minerals in the system or the right balance of minerals in the system, then our nervous system basically misfires. And so it's not going to be working at the optimum capacity that it could whenever we supply it with sufficient minerals uh, to perform well. So um, potassium is high in fruits. You know, we get plenty of sodium from salt and then calcium from different dairy sources. And then uh, magnesium is very dense in things like uh, dark chocolate, um, you know, avocados, things like that as well as milk. Milk is actually a very good source of magnesium as well. So um, just kind of like the more uh, staples in the thermo diet are going to be very high in different minerals that are going to provide your nervous system with the electrolytes and the minerals that it needs uh, to function optimally. And then uh, glucose. So whenever we look at performance, we want more energy in the muscle cells. So if there's more energy in the muscle cells, we can create more uh, power output 
And then we also have uh, better recovery and better uh, muscle protein th synthesis and things like this. So uh, glucose actually creates more ATP than something like ketones, for example. So um, whenever we look at the amount of ATP that comes out of mitochondrial respiration of either ketones or glucose, glucose produces around 36 ATP um, per molecule whether uh, ketones produce around 22 molecules of ATP per molecule of ketones that are oxidized through the mitochondrial respiration process. And so um, if we supply our muscles with adequate glucose, then we're going to allow for adic adequate energy supply um, to be made for that, uh, uh, you know, workout session or whatever we're going to be doing. And so Carbs are also protein sparing, which means um, the body, whenever it has a sufficient amount of glucose, is going to spare uh, protein. So it's not going to be using the amino acids uh, that it gets from the diet or from the muscles uh, to convert it into glucose because it's going to have plenty of carbohydrates uh, to supply the body with that glucose. And so um, the body, whenever it doesn't have enough glucose present, it begins to turn different amino acids into glucose via uh, gluconeogenesis. And so um, if the carbs are sufficient in the diet, then that doesn't happen. And the amino acids can be used to build muscle and for uh, different kinds of protein uh, turnover and cellular turnover and things like that to produce more muscle, recover faster, um, you have better brain function and things like that. And so um, basically, uh, the thermo diet is com complete whenever we look at it from that aspect. But um, just logically, um, the thermo diet it contains very easily digestible foods. And so whenever uh, our foods are digested well, uh, we end up intaking and actually absorbing more nutrients. So uh, more nutrients uh, equals more muscle and better recovery because we're providing our body with the raw materials that it needs in order to build itself and heal itself properly. And so... Um, the thermo diet, especially with a good resistance training program, uh, increases insulin sensitivity tremendously. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting is that Tomas, um, I've been working for him f with, uh, for a little while on his diet and just kind of giving him pointers every once in a while. And he went from, you know, maintaining his weight on about anywhere from 2,000 to 2,300 calories all the way up to, he was still losing weight at 3,500 calories. He finally started to slowly gain weight at around 3,700 calories. Um, and just because he was providing his body with all of the nutrients necessary in an easily digestible form uh, that allowed his uh, metabolism just to shoot through the roof. Um, and his muscle gain was absolutely phenomenal. He has his before and after pictures and he he gained a crazy amount of muscle. And he said that going to the gym was like nothing that he's ever experienced before. Um, so that was really cool. And then uh, uh, the thermo diet is very uh, antagonistic. So it's, it, it's um, basically it fights stress. So carbs and salt lower the stress hormones, which are very catabolic. So these stress hormones like cortisol, estrogen, aldosterone, all of these are very catabolic, so they're going to be breaking the body down and um, 
causing it to be very, uh, you know, basically it's not going to heal properly. And so if we don't heal properly, then we're going to have uh, poor muscle recovery and poor muscle recovery leads to um, overall uh, negative results whenever it comes to increasing performance. And so whenever we allow our body to have sufficient carbs and salt, we're going to lower those stress hormones and raise the protective more anabolic hormones like testosterone, DHT, growth hormone. What's interesting is that the thermo diet, we recommend a, um, like a higher glycine intake through things like bone broth, collagen, gelatin. And glycine is actually extremely beneficial for uh, GH production or growth hormone production. So you're going to actually have a better hormonal response from your workout whenever you have a high glycine intake because it's going to help with that growth hormone production. And so whenever we raise these protective hormones, these uh, more anabolic steroid hormones, um, then we're going to have more mass, we're gonna have more power output and more strength. So um, that's something to look forward to whenever you get, um, almost whenever you're deep into thermo, your performance goes through the roof and you start gaining um, strength like never before. Um, that's something that I've, I've been able to find uh, extremely beneficial while being on the thermo diet. So whenever it comes to supplementation on the thermo diet, um, anything that's going to increase energy output in the cell from the mitochondria is going to be uh, pro-performance. Um, uh, and so things like creatine, so creatine is actually going to increase the amount of ATP production that's happening in the cell. That's why it's correlated with more um, power output and muscle mass is because you have more energy in the cell to create more order, to create more structure, and uh, heal, heal faster. Um, and it's also going to allow for, so whenever we're in this anabolic state, it allows for more uh, proliferation of the muscle cells, so more dividing of the muscle cells, and then they're going to um, kind of fuse together, if you will, whenever we have those micro tears from resistance training and allow for um, optimal recovery. And so creatine is actually going to help with that by allowing the muscle cells to create more energy. And so um, ashwagandha is also another uh, very good supplement to supplement with. Ashwagandha has actually uh, very interesting clinical studies with trained athletes um, and their increase in strength, power output, and testosterone levels. So um, ashwagandha would be a very good one to lower the amount of stress that results um, from uh, resistance training. And then magnesium. So magnesium is actually very hard to get in the diet. You can get it um, in the thermo diet, but um, I think that most of the food that, especially with like soil degradation and things like that, I think magnesium is very deficient in most diets. So supplementing with a little bit of a good magnesium supplement is going to be uh, necessary, especially if you're resistance training and you're more uh, on the athletic side. So a good magnesium glyconate supplement uh, would be very good or glycinate, if you will. And then uh, vitamin D. 
would also be a good supplement to use. So vitamin D uh, is actually a pseudohormone. So it's not actually a vitamin, it's, it's a hormone uh, that's synthesized from cholesterol in the skin. And then from there, it helps with steroid hormone synthesis. So if we're uh, deficient in vitamin D, then we're not gonna have enough steroid hormone production and then therefore it's gonna be really hard for us to gain muscle and things like that. So making sure that we have plenty of vitamin D in the diet and we're getting plenty of sunlight is going to allow for optimal recovery and um, allow us to build more muscle in the long run. And then uh, glycine, again, uh, through things like bone broth, collagen, gelatin, uh, is going to be very good for growth hormone production. And then that growth hormone production is gonna allow for better recovery in the long run. And then uh, choline. So choline is actually gonna help lower estrogen levels. Uh, it actually methylates estrogen. So um, it donates a methyl molecule to the estrogen molecule and renders it inactive. And then from there, it's basically taken out of the system and passed out through uh, you know, feces or urine. And so um, whenever we can methylate estrogen, then it's actually going to downregulate the amount of um uh, stress in the body because usually uh, estrogen and cortisol are in a positive relationship with each other. So if one's high, the other is typically high too. So if we can uh, downregulate one, then we can begin to downregulate the other um, and kind of pull ourselves out of that catabolic um, stressed state. And so choline is going to methylate that estrogen and get it out of the system so we can do just that. And then uh, phosphatidylserine is the final supplement that I would recommend whenever you're looking for optimal for performance. Um, there's some really interesting studies uh, on athletes with phosphatidylserine showing that their performance increased tremendously. Um, their time to exhaustion was extended by, I think, 20 to 25% in some cases, which is significant whenever you're a high-level athlete and looking to gain an edge over your competitors. So phosphatidylserine would be really good to use in the long run. But... That's really all I have today. Um, I do have some information over some of these supplements uh, on the YouTube channel for Umzu. So if you wanna go check that out, you can. Um, make sure to check out thermodiet.com. You know, uh, there's all kinds of resources on there. We're putting these podcasts on there now too. Um, you can go on there and take the body type quiz if you haven't done that yet. Uh, make sure to go in there and uh, put your email in and get your results after the, you take the quiz. Um, make sure to get into the Facebook group. So uh, we have uh, over 1,400 people in that group that are absolutely killing it on Thermo. We have some um, really interesting testimonials in there and people um, that are just killing it in, in life uh, using uh, Thermo to fuel themselves. So make sure to get in there and check that out. Uh, make sure to tell them Booby sent you. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.